So, uh, you know, struggling for funding as we are in so many different areas, I felt we should start with an advert this morning. Um, so, uh, this is a, a little advertisement. I think it will appeal. Some of you may have seen it. It's been doing the rounds on FaceAke or whatever the, uh, whatever the, uh, the correct name is. And um, I don't know if Mel's here, but I actually saw it on, uh, on, on Mel's page. Um, Let's just watch this, if we can. Uh, just let these people... Just come right on in. You'll quickly get the hang of it. You have to concentrate for about 30, 20 seconds in each go. There's about two minutes of video. Okay, let's play it. Okay, marvellous. You can put the lights back on now. So, um, if you lived in Holland, then that would be the way that they advertise their buses. It's smarter to travel in groups. Well, the funny thing is, I think it was shared, I can't entirely tell you, because it was funny. Well, I think it was quite funny. But I, get, I got to thinking about it, and I thought, you know, there's something very significant about this slogan that isn't about being on a bus. Actually, going on a bus is a, is a real nuisance because you've got to wait, haven't you, for the... For the if you want to get somewhere, it's a lot easier to jump in your car than it is to get on a bus. Yet it's smarter to travel in groups. It's smarter because that's the way God's made us. The Bible tells us that when God made man, he said it's not good for man to be alone. And so he made a helper to be alongside him, to help him. When God chose to show the world what he was like, he chose to show it through the church. And he said, this is how people will know that you're my disciples, because you have love for one another. God intends that we should travel in groups for a number of different reasons. The penguins. There's no way one penguin could have tipped up that iceberg. But all of them working together could do it. Sometimes God gives us targets, things that we can't do on our own. And that's why we have a body around us to support us. The fireflies, as they were flying along, it was a bit dark, that one. <laughs> bit dark that one, you couldn't really see it very well, but the fireflies were flying along, and the firefly flew into a... Can you remember what happened? What happened to the firefly who was on his own? Flew into a, into a tree, didn't he? Because he couldn't see where he was going. He didn't have enough light to see where he was going. You know, God's put us into the church because as part of the church, we've got more light than if we were on our own. God gives each of us revelation of what he's like and who he is and where he wants us to be. And that light shows us where to go. So as I thought about this, I thought this, is it. this could be a bus advert or it could actually be something which God wants to speak to us through. The ants. There's one ant had the strategy, actually. 
and told the others where they needed to go. And the others all followed. And sometimes in the church, that's what we need. We need someone to have a plan. We need to know where we need to be. And as God puts him into that position, we can destroy the anteater or whatever the enemy is choosing to, to throw at us. And um, lastly, the crabs. I don't know if you noticed, but the crab who was being attacked, he was smaller than all the others. And the enemy would sometimes go for those who are small, those who are vulnerable. And I don't mean physically small, but I mean those of us that have maybe less faith or, or actually, you know, they're more vulnerable. And when he goes for them, isn't it great that God's put the body around us so that we can, we can stand against what the enemy has intended? So, you know, Jesus said, those who come after me will do even greater things. Jesus is, was a man. We are his body with many more hands, many more arms, many more legs than he had. Together we have the mind of Christ, so we can see more clearly when we're together. Christ gave there to be first, we are, we are the body of Christ, and each one of you are part of it, but Christ gave first to be apostles. Christ has placed apostles in his church so that we know where we need to be and how we need to be. So I just wanted to start with that. I hope that that that's communicated something. When I spoke last time, I talked about God forming us for family, one of the purposes of God. And, um, and really, I just wanted, that's the point I was bringing out of this, just to, just to sort of to, to bring us to this place together, that, that actually, as God has placed us into the body of Christ, so there is this, these additional things that God does through that place. And, um, you know, we are one body. And it doesn't matter how old you are, how big you feel, how small you feel. God's joined you to, to have a powerful effect in the earth. And that Jesus said that by all this, by this, shall all men know you're my disciples, because you have love for one another. And he doesn't set the lonely in groups. He sets the lonely in families. Families are things that are connected by relationship. And um, I just, w- just want to, uh, just, just really, uh, they sort of all linked together actually, as I was preparing this. So, so we're a body, we are the body of Christ, each one of us is part of it. But God's joined us, not just in this body, but he's joined us to be part of a larger Network, Lifeline Network, which he's, he's made us to be part of, and the wider church, but particularly Lifeline Network. And um, some of you may be aware, but we have um, a conference coming up very soon. Do you know where, what's special about this conference? And do you know when it is? Does anyone know? Who can tell me what it's called? Emerging leaders, right. So these people are not necessarily leaders already. But these are people who we know God has spoken to us about raising up for the next generation of people 
in the network that are going to carry us forward into the future that God has for us together. Now, you've, many of you will have received an email about this. This is Jamie's quote about it, which is fantastic. The, the Emerging Leaders Conference is, a un, is unique because it's the first time we've invited the next tier of leaders in order to strengthen the local teams and support the senior leader in the pursuit of the kingdom. We believe that God will increase unity and build boldness amongst the delegates to challenge and assist in local endeavours. The serving of the church will, as always, play a significant contribution in the lives of these individuals. Right, there was a part that involved us, the serving of the church. They arrive on Friday, the 25th of September. Three weeks on Friday. And they leave on Monday the 5th. And so what we want is, uh, we just want you to be aware that there are these different ways that you can be involved and serve. Remembering that this is all part of the body that God joins us to and what he's put us together for. You can be involved in hosting, you can be involved in airport transport, you can be involved in hospitality and, and also the banquet. There's going to be a banquet of nations at the end of the conference on Saturday the 3rd. Any of those areas you can be involved in. Now, I'm not going to go through the detail now because that's not, that's not useful. But if you want to know about hosting and you're willing to do so, contact Kim Blythe. If you're involved in airport transport and you're willing to help with that, speak to Martin. If you can help with hospitality, uh, speak, to, speak to Annabelle. Yeah? Hospitality at the event itself. And if you're involved, I'm willing to be involved in the banquet, and I think that probably will involve most of us. If you're able and be ready to be involved in that, contact Sue. Okay? So that's just to, to let you know about that which is coming up. There's a scripture that I wanted to bring which just struck me as being very important, particularly in the light of what we're going to be listening to. Weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. With Chris and Anna, uh, it's been a tough walk, and uh, there's been opportunity for us to weep together. But boy, are we now focused on rejoicing together at the goodness of God. You know, part of kingdom life that we kind of enter in fully to what's happening, and this time of celebration, this time of giving God thanks is remarkable. The Bible also says in Isaiah 43, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Now this is not just for those that have been at Soul Survivor in the rain. You know. uh, but you would have proved, I trust, that God was with you when you pass through the waters. What's it meaning? That God is a God for every situation and for every season. And his plan and his purpose is that as we're together in that community, in the family of God, we gain the essential benefit that Neil has been speaking to us about. So 